Hello and welcome to episode 8 of the Category Mistake. I'm your host Richard Mariello and today we're going to be talking about social media. Social media to me is or was something I used to say, oh I'm not going to go on, oh I'm not going to do it, you know like what we all say as adults, we're not going to do it, it's not going to run our lives, it's not going to be the most important thing to us. It's going to be time and all this other stuff that we always talk about things and what's going to be important to us. And of course, that changes for all of us. The older we get and the more we get on our smart-ish phones and our computers and tablets and everything else. And we have to post and hashtag and tweet and Instagram and Twitter and everything we don't want to do. So first, the top social media sites, Instagram, you know, take a picture, tell everybody how your, how great your food is, YouTube, which I didn't even think was social media, but it is, Facebook, the dreaded Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, which I think is going up there, I'm, I'm thinking TikTok is right behind Facebook, absolutely, Pinterest, which again, didn't know it was social media, and of course, Snapchat, um, back when I was younger, and still an adult. Of course, I had something called MySpace. MySpace was like the first social media I had. And I just kind of followed my kids because my kids were preteens and teenagers and that's what they had. And they'd color their backgrounds and they'd have like, you know, emo cats and all that stuff in the background. And it was, you know, harmless-ish. And of course, Facebook came along and MySpace disappeared and even Facebook now, it used to be for the young kids, and now it's more for the older people and young kids that use Snapchat and TikTok. And um, I first thought, you know, I don't need TikTok. And then I had students at TikTok, and I had a granddaughter who wanted me to have TikTok, so I got a TikTok. And what I've realized over all this time is that I'm addicted to social media. I enjoy seeing other people and listening to their opinions. Now, I don't, I'm not watching TikTok and watching some of the dumb things they do on TikTok. A lot of it's almost like news and they're just breaking it down differently or it's people I know and their TikToks to kind of keep, you know, keeping track of what's going on in their lives. Um, Snapchat, it's mostly, we have one called the Mariello clan where everyone in the family's got a combined Snapchat, and that's really all I use Snapchat for. Um, I have a Twitter. Um, I used to work with Easter Seals, and I would tweet things out to Easter Seals when I would travel for them, and I would help them get publicity, so I still have a Twitter. Um, YouTube I use a lot. Um, I watch a lot of social commentary type videos, Um, and mostly because I feel like If I watch CNN or even Fox News or MSNBC, any of these sites, the news is so one-sided. It's either, you know, everyone is a racist and all white people suck or um, no one's a racist and all of it's made up and it's fake news. Um, The middle ground doesn't seem to exist in the real world. And scary to say, but there's places on YouTube, TikTok, other, even Twitter, where you can find that middle road, but you have to do searching and it's, but it's easier than looking on the big three, big four news networks. Cause those guys, it's Fox news is right wing. Everybody else is left wing. 
And no matter what you do, you're going to get very weighted one side or the other. But I like social media also because it it keeps me in touch with people. Back back when my kids were younger or in college, most of them, um, I would Facebook stalk as they call it. You know, I would look at their friends and see what their friends are doing and see if my kids are doing something stupid or inappropriate or, you know, who their next husband's going to be, their next wife. And, and it was all, you know, me being dad. It wasn't probably appropriate, but it was me try, thinking, oh, well, I can't talk to these kids or these young adults. I can't go and see their family. I don't know where they're from. I don't know the town they live in. I need to find something about them, so I'm going to in- investigate. And it was the easiest way because most of these kids didn't shut off their privacy settings or change their privacy settings on their Facebook, so everything was right there all of their likes, their dislikes, where they've been, what they've been doing, how much they spent, all of it. They they just, security was not their big thing. So, of course, the more I've gotten into this and the more I've spent time with my kids and their friends is I remind them to do things like, hey, make your account private or, hey, shut this stuff off or, hey, don't put this out there because people don't need to know that. And some of them, well, they've grown up and they've done that. Some of them, well, no. They've grown up, but only physically. Um, But the general idea is that social media originally, I think, was invented or put out there for people who live far away but still want to stay in contact with what their friends are doing in their lives. And that's a great idea. The problem with social media is this. First, they do things to keep you hooked. They sell your ad stuff. So if you're staring at a screen too long and all of a sudden magically, like on Instagram, a, a video for a dog toy shows up, it probably because they know you have a dog. You know, I get ones for dog toys and dog shedding tools all the time because I've probably Googled it. And of course, Google, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all these people, they all talk together and they're advertising. Well, they go right to and they just sell, sell, sell. So I'd love to say that, you know, I'm going to get better at this and I'm going to stop using so much social media and I'm going to lay off that. And I, I've tried and I would love to say tomorrow that's what I'm going to do. But I also have a lot of things that are important in my life that are on social media. Heck, I promote this podcast on social media. I mean, isn't a podcast just social media in general anyway it's it's you guys listening to things that are in my life and what i'm doing so how do you how do you deal with it well after having a lengthy debate with my wife and thinking about this before i had the lengthy debate with my wife i've realized it's got to be not how long i'm consuming it's what i'm consuming when i'm consuming if I'm just scrolling through mindlessly, um, that's not healthy. If I go on and I type in someone's name and I check just what's for them, like I want to go check to see what's going on with this today. I search it, I'm done, over. Or if I go on Twitter because I want to see a, a score for a game or a commentary on a game, I Google that, I put in the search bar of Twitter, I love how we use Google as a verb now. Um, And I do that. That's it. One and done. I don't sit there. I don't scroll because the scrolling is what 
really gets you from two minutes to 30. TikTok is amazing for this. They just keep, you know, one to three minute videos and you just flip, flip, flip. And you, you know, 45 minutes goes by and you're like, but I just sat down for a minute. And I wish I could say that, you know, this is going to be an easy fix for me. It's not. It's not at all. Because, you know, like I said, on Facebook, it's my kids. Instagram, my kids and friends. TikTok, it's more for news and YouTube is for news. But um, I also do it for entertainment. I watch things like, you know, they have a channel with just people in the South and a guy who just eats Southern food and rates it and a guy who eats little Debbie snacks. And it's just stupid things that you don't think are important, but also they kind of let you forget about the stupid that's going on in the world. And maybe that's part of my social media problem is if I'm looking at people who are having maybe a better day or they're not talking about government defaulting on loans or government shutdowns or the world at war, chemical warfare or fires burning in California or flooding in Florida, none of that's mentioned. It's just plain old-fashioned stupid things being done, like eating Little Debbie snacks. It's amazing. It's nothing important. It brings you happiness, and you think to yourself, yeah, I like those too. Those are amazing. Yeah, you know? And you don't think about any of the garbage that's going on. Because you can say, you know, the world's a great place, and it is. There's people in this world that make me very happy. But the world as a whole is a big, fiery mess of garbage, you know? Where we leave a country and now they're killing each other and hanging people in the streets and cutting off limbs because that's the way to do it. And it doesn't even make the news anymore. We have tens of thousands of millions of people coming into our country legally, illegally, and then some in between who are trying to do asylum. And it's such a hot mess. I don't know if the government even knows where all of them are. And they should, but they don't. Um, the post office can't deliver mail on time. Um, we're seeing countries like Australia banning people from like being outside of their homes. We have countries like you know China sending over products, but they can't get to the shores because there's not enough people on the shores to unload the boats. So they're just sitting there. So we have shortages of material. We have places like Home Depot that used to sell pieces of wood for like $20. Now it's $136 because there is no wood to replace it. And then you go on TikTok or Facebook or YouTube or Instagram and you see someone having a good day. You see a puppy jumping in a pool or running around biting its own tail or someone, you know, having a great day at an amusement park or just people not caring about the stress and anxiety of the world. So you're kind of like, oh, wait, that's okay. So you shut your brain off. You forget about the stupid in the world. My problem, and now this could be just me, maybe not everyone. My problem is, is that I'm really good at focusing on all the stupid in the world. And it's on my brain all the time. And because of that, even when I'm watching TikTok and Instagram and YouTube, I still get that in the back of my mind. So it takes a long time for me just to shut down. And I never truly shut it off, but it kind of like gets m- muted or mummed a little bit. You know, like it's quiet in the background. It's not fully operational. And it's good. 
But by the time that happens, I've kindly kind of ostracized everybody else in the house, you know? I might wake up in the morning and not go on my phone, but then 10 minutes later, I'm like, I'll go on my phone, and then it's 30 minutes later, and I should have been up 20 minutes ago. But being on my phone, it's like, okay, I started this morning, and okay, there's lots of positive in the world. Okay, I'm going to get up, I'm going to get into the world, happy day, good things are going on. Yes, awesome. But I just wasted 30 minutes of my day watching other people have a good day. Instead of worrying or trying to get myself to have a good day, I was watching other people have a good day. And always, 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 100% of the time so far, I get up, take the dogs for a walk, go for a drive, or go to work, you know, do something like that. And as soon as I get in the car, all that bad news of the day is hitting me anyway. It doesn't matter. Or I'll sit in the living room and the news will be on and there's all the bad news that I've been trying not to listen to by using my phone and social media and boom, it's there. So it's like, what was that half hour for other than just to waste time? I don't know. I wish I did. I've listened to talk radio and most of the talk radio, even if it's sports related, is negative. It's all about... Well, this person doesn't understand this person and vaccine and no vaccine. You have sports radio hosts talking about vaccines. You have sports radio hosts talking about social distancing and masks and which water is better and da 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 da. You listen to podcasts and there's so many podcasts out there and every one of them it's like they're giving you your opinion on, you know, which color mask to wear and which vaccine to take and if you should take a vaccine or if it's like a government conspiracy. They're telling you all these different things what to do, and none of them have a freaking clue. Because let's be honest, the only person who's really good at knowing your life is you. I don't know my life well enough to give opinion on myself, let alone somebody else. So, you know, while we're talking about it, if you want to take the vaccine, take it. If you don't, don't. Now, don't complain if you get COVID. If you didn't take the vaccine. Now, if you get the vaccine, you get COVID, please complain because it's not acting like a vaccine if this many people get get COVID because this many people don't get measles after getting the vaccine, but that's a whole different animal. If you get COVID and you didn't take the vaccine and then people are like, wait, why didn't you take the vaccine? You say, well, I chose not to, but I'll be okay. Don't be like, well, it's a government conspiracy by the Democrats or it's a government conspiracy with the Republicans. It's not a government conspiracy. It's just trying to put people at ease, okay? I'm not a big fan of government oversight like that, but you know what? Doctors made the vaccine. It works for a lot of people. I had the vaccine, not gotten COVID. My wife had the vaccine. She's not gotten COVID. My son, vaccine, no COVID. Now, I'm not the other, you know, 7 billion people on the planet. I can't tell you that everyone who gets a vaccine will get COVID because that's not true. Let's be honest. That's We already know there's such a thing as a breakthrough case. But that's where social media screws us up because if you go on your Twitter page or on your Facebook page or on your YouTube page, well, before the other day when they banned these videos, TikTok, all these pages, all they're telling you about is either the vaccine, if you don't take it, you're a heathen and you should go straight to hell or don't take it because the government's trying to blatantly kill you there's no middle ground. And that's what we lost with social media. We used to have a middle ground. We used to have people who, who would t- 
tell us things. And in the end, we'd know, okay, well, they feel this way, but they're not going to judge me for feeling this way. Now, everything is being judged. You know, what we're doing, how we're doing it, why we're doing it. Um, if you're wearing a shirt that looks like you might, it might be rainbow colored, well, you're gay pride. Well, I'm not gay pride. Then you're saying you hate gays, even if you're saying you're not gay, you're not wearing it for gay pride. Social media has canceled too many people. And some of these people, yes, they need deserve to be quote unquote canceled. You know, people who sexually harass and destroy people's lives, they should not be in charge of people. But there's also people out there that, you know, 25 years ago on a Tuesday, they said something stupid and things have changed. I mean, if we go by that, then let's be honest, you know, President Biden calling Robert Byrd a good man is not a good idea. Um, President Biden saying, you know, if you don't vote for me, then you're not black. Probably not a good thing. You know, should he be canceled? Um, all people in history have probably said dumb things, you know, and they're going to continue to say dumb things because our perspectives on life has changed over time. That's why it's called, you know, perspectives. And there's this thing called time. Um, and unfortunately, social media, you know, James Gunn years ago got fired by Disney because, you know, seven years ago he tweeted something that was supposed to be funny, but it wasn't, and he got canceled. Disney fired him for like a hot minute, then enough people complained they brought him back. That shouldn't be how this works. Um, now, if it's 2020 and you do something stupid and you're not remorseful, for real, not like, oh, I'm sorry because you got caught. No, if it's more like, you know, I'm sorry I screwed up. You pay your penalty, you do your time, you should be able to come back. Now, if it's 2020, you had said something in 1983 to a friend, and then you've done nothing since, how should you be held accountable for that when it's, you know, 40 years ago, one, and two, you know, you probably forgot you even said it, and three, if you say something at 17 and you're 57, your life is probably a little different. I mean, my life is different than two years ago, let alone when I was 17. And that's and that's the thing that's wrong with social media. If I go on there and I post anything, I've got to be worried that they're going to go back and follow my account and see that, you know, in 2007, I said something like, I don't want to ever join the army or I don't want to go back in the army. I don't want to go to war. And then in 2011, I'm in the army and I'm at a war. And well, you know, uh, you lied about that. You didn't, you said you'd never do that. And thought you hated violence. Things change. The world changes. And I do hate violence and I do hate war, but sometimes you have to do things you don't like for the betterment of other people. And that's the filter social media doesn't give us. If I post a picture of my grandchild on Instagram, I shouldn't be worried that in 20 years, my grandson or granddaughter are going to go back and go, my God, Pop Pop, why did you post that picture of me and you hurt my feelings? And then they're going to sue me because I posted that picture. It, it's... It shouldn't be that way. What it should be is, okay, I'm going to post a picture. And first, it's going to be appropriate. It's not going to be like their Nirvana picture. It's going to be something I think is appropriate. 
And when they get older, if they say, hey, I really wish you wouldn't have posted it, I'd probably go back and take it down. But I might even, I'd probably apologize, but I'd be like, you know, you were a little kid and you thought it was cute or I thought it was cute and I'm sorry if I upset you. But that should be it. That should be it. You apologize, you fix the problem, you move on. Social media doesn't give us that aspect anymore. It's, you screwed up, you can apologize. We don't care, bye-bye. To a point. Now, here's where there's a problem. Um, Now, I'm not trying to get into politics. This is just, unfortunately, blatant reality. Um, There are people like President Donald Trump who probably, most likely, sounds like he did, you know, had extramarital affairs. Some of them are well documented. Some of them are not. And people are holding him. Oh, my God. He's a womanizer. He doesn't care. He's horrible to women. Da, 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 da. Right? Misogynist. All this stuff. And then you have President Bill Clinton, who did the exact same thing. And he is a freedom fighter for women. They both are dumb and stupid, and they did the wrong thing. One is left, one is right. That's all of it. That's the only real difference. One is a billionaire, one is a billionaire. So they're both rich people. But one is judged one way, one's judged the other. And that's all due to the internet. If Bill Clinton had to deal with it, President Clinton had to deal with Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok in the 90s. Could he have survived? Maybe. Would have been harder for him to survive? Absolutely. Monica Lewinsky would be just, it would be huge. It would just be like right now, if it was happening right now, like it would back then. There, there would be no question. It would be all over the place. But back then it was, you had NBC, ABC, CBS, and CNN. And a little Fox News. But really it was just three major networks. Most people still watch the 630 News and that's where you got your news from. And so the world was a different place. There wasn't a 24-hour news cycle. There wasn't as much social media. So things like Monica Lewinsky, things like Paula Jones, they were reported on, but they weren't. They were, Now it would be 22 hours a day. Someone, you'd have an expert on body language and what actual sexual relations is and is oral sex, sex, and all this other garbage, you know, that we do now i mean we literally judge if someone smiles wrong are they smiling are they really crying out for help i mean we can't even we can't even you know allow britney spears to have an interview without judging her tone of voice how about we just let the girl talk you know and that's the age that we're in now we have people like britney spears we have people like Lindsay lohan we have people like amanda Bynes, who Britney is now being saved-ish by social media and, you know, the Twitters and the Instagrams and the Facebooks and the internet, okay? But for a while, people like Lindsay Lohan, Amanda Bynes, who were being destroyed. I mean, Lindsay Lohan, every five minutes, was being destroyed and ripped from social media. You even have ex-Disney stars who have gone out of their way to do everything, you know, against Disney because social media was so rough to them when they were on Disney. It just made them hate it. So they just went, they went to the image that social media told them they were anyway, you know, and it's, it's crazy to think of because 
Lindsay Lohan was a great actress. I wouldn't say great. She was good. Parent Trap. She was in Herbie, which is, you know, the car. She did other movies like that. And then all of a sudden she just lost her mind. Do you think she lost her mind because she was bored? No, because there was people out there telling her things positively and negatively that just kind of ruined her life. She couldn't figure out how to separate Lindsay Lohan, the actress, from Lindsay Lohan, the person. Same thing happened with Miley Cyrus, Britney Spears, Amanda Bynes, Megan Fox even a little bit. Um, it's just, and it's sad. And most of these are women, but there are guys that happen to too. But I'm just thinking off the top of my head, the women and these these poor girls, and I, I know, I'm not trying to make them like martyresses or, what, not martyrs, but female martyrs. Here we go. I'm not trying to say they're weak. What I'm saying is we took strong, independent women and we just beat them into the ground. Either, oh my gosh, she got a belly button ring or she got a tattoo or she cut her hair or did she gain a pound and a half? You know, what clothes is she wearing? Why is she going out with that person? Who the heck cares? Okay. They, Amanda Bynes did not get a tattoo or a piercing because she's like people on social media would love this or hate this no she got it because she wanted to now have stars done publicity stunts have they done dumb things for publicity yes why because they're not relevant for a moment and we've made them feel like without being relevant for that moment they're useless they're worthless and that's that's our fault this has happened so many times with people like Carrie Fisher. This has happened with people, heck, even Eddie Murphy, Freud, Mike Tyson. All these people have had to do publicity stunts and dumb things because we have made them so addicted to the internet and other systems, giving them praise and making them feel important. And now it's addicted. They're, it's a drug. The applause, the any publicity is good publicity, is a drug. It's addictive. And it's horrible because we do it. Um, there's a documentary on Punky Brewster's Soleil Moon Fry. And she basically said the same thing, you know. She was punky and then she got breasts and it screwed it all up. And for a while she just couldn't find anything to do. And she lost her way because there was no one there to tell her how awesome she was. And there was people she worked with, one of who, you know, literally died of a drug overdose because he wasn't, you know, he couldn't feel anymore. He got so used to the praise and the adulation that when it stopped, he didn't know what he was supposed to do. So he did drugs and then the drugs didn't work anymore. And then he took more drugs and more drugs and then he overdosed and died. That's horrible. And that's because we love to see our stars. We love to see people succeed and thrive but we also love to see them fail we love to see people screw up and i would love to say you know what we really love to see them screw up and then come back you know the rocky balboa you know he loses then he wins and he loses and he wins and he loses and he wins and over and over again and and it's the underdog winning the day and that's what the movies tell us we like but i think we just like seeing people who were better than us in our mind, be horrible, be less than us, do something stupid so we feel better about ourselves. But if we keep doing this to people, 
if we keep using platforms like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat to destroy people's lives, we're not going to have anyone left to look at, up to, you know? You can have someone who's doing, you know, building houses for the homeless. And I mean, a great example for me is T- Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow, not a great football player. Great. He was an okay baseball player. Not, you know, not great there either. Um, he was a great college football player. He's a good analyst. The guy is a born again Christian and he gets ripped for it. Now, here's what he does with his money. He helps underprivileged kids. He helps the mentally handicapped go to prom. He builds houses. He spends all of his money with charity and little babies to adults, helping people who need help, helping people who don't ask for help but need it anyway. And he shows up. You know, he does this prom every year for for mentally challenged kids, and they he brings them and they they have a prom. And does he do it for publicity? No. He puts it on his Instagram. But that's it. He doesn't do it so people think he's special. He does it because it needs to be done. He does it because people need to know that they're loved. And that's it. He doesn't say, hey, believe in what I believe in and you get to go to prom. No, he just says, hey, do you want to go? Okay. There's no There's no question. It's just, hey, if you want to do this, we're going to do this. And we'll do it in love. But he gets knocked because when he was in college in the NFL, he prayed before he went on the field. When he got a touchdown, he did that, you know, he Tebowed, which is basically got down on one knee and prayed for a second. Oh no, he prayed. What a travesty. But people rip him all the time. You know, he's not a great quarterback. Great. Is he a good person? Because, you know, unless you're Tom Brady, who's been playing for 22 years, most quarterbacks play for about 12. Most NBA players play for about 12 to 15 tops if you're a superstar. Hockey players, same thing. You know, baseball players, if you make it 12 to 15 years, that you're really good. The rest of the time, you have to be a human being. After you're out of the game, you have to be a person. And he decided to be a good person while he was trying to play. It's not a bad thing. You know, Tom Brady could play for another three years, but then he's got another 40 years of life where he still has to be a person. He still has to take care of his kids and his wife and his family. He still has to be a good human being. Once you're done being a football player, you still have a long time to be a human being. In today's world, we're not, we don't see that. We don't see, is Megan Fox going to be a good mom? Um, Is... Brittany a good mom or do we even care no we care that you know her dad was conservator of her and now she's free-ish and we care that she was married to this guy and when she went crazy she shaved her head and we care all about that but what about her kids no we don't even care it doesn't ever make the news you never even see them you never talk about them when Michael Jackson was alive we remember his kids for one thing one incident. The rest of the time, no one talks about it. After he died, his kids are like, well, he led us to that. They gave off all the great things he did, but no one cared when he was alive. They cared when he died. He was a good father once he died. No one talked about how good of a father was when he was alive. Now, you don't have to like Michael Jackson. You don't have to like Britney Spears. You don't have to like Tom Brady or Megan Fox. 
But here's the thing people do. And you don't have to like their music. You don't have to like the person they are. But someone loves them. Someone cares about them. And when we put things out on social media and out in the world, things like, you know, they're stupid, they're horrible, they're mean, they're disgusting, why does anyone like them, all that garbage, we're destroying them. And some of them have thick sin. Some of them can deal with it. But why should they have to? Why should they have to deal with our anger, our disdain for life, because they have a better life, quote-unquote, than us? Maybe they don't. Maybe they do. We don't know because we haven't lived their life. But we're telling them that they have a better life than us, and that's not fair. Of course, they've worked for it. A lot of them work you know, 80, 100 hours a week. They, they're good at their craft. And we're jealous. So next time before you post, before you tweet, before you TikTok, before you snappy chatty, before you do any of that stuff, if it's about somebody else, is your comment, is your whatever you're putting out there into the world, is it actually going to help somebody? Or is it there to make you feel better and hurt somebody else? If it's the latter, don't do it. Hold back. Fight that urge. Just don't. Because you know what? We need a little less negative and a lot more positive in this world. And our government's not going to give it to us. Our movie stars and rockers aren't going to give it to us. The only one who can bring joy into your world is yourself. So start doing it. Stop caring what they're putting on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or TikTok or Snapchat or I guess Pinterest or even YouTube. Care about what you put about yourself out in the world. If you put out anger, hatred, and distrust, that's going to be a problem for you to handle down the road, not anyone else. Have a great week, everybody. This has been the Category Mistake with Richard Mariello. Have a great day.